You've activated the beacon, your guiding light to the greatest Minecraft resources out there. Hello everybody, Hi Hopes here. Another episode of the beacon, and today we're going to talk about the nether. But before we jump right into that, um, just a few updates on, you know, how things been going uh, the, on the server land, I hope. We've made some good progress, we've found the slime chunk and... Got most of that dug out, got one stage of the slime farm going. Had some help there, thanks to Dragon's Breath, and of course, Luna and a few others. And then, uh, started making the trading hall down in the bottom of the hole. The iron farm tunnel built up, so that way we can now get that dropping. Started playing on, uh, Defo's got a fantastic little server in beta development right now. Free Crafters Challenge, some of you may have heard that before. It's a new thing to me, it's been, been in the works for a while now, but just recently was opened up for a little bit of beta testing. That's been pretty exciting, kind of like Skyblock, but on the land it's, it's a really interesting concept and I look forward to sharing more of that with you guys in future. Well, let's see what else have we got going on. Um, I think Minecraft-wise, that's that pretty much covers it. You know, I'm keeping up and enjoying 1.20. Uh, was gonna do a, a podcast episode about the about the big update and some of those changes, but eh, it didn't really didn't really plan out the way I intended. So maybe we'll talk a little bit about that real quick. You know, I do like what they're doing. I think the bookshelves having the the individual slots and everything like that. I think that's really cool with the chiseled bookshelves. The raft is it, it's interesting look, but I'd like to see more. You know, from a different boat, not just another a visual. I'd like to be able to see it, you know, be able to be built upon, kind of like create or something like that. Or maybe be able to lash a few of them together so you can have like four people on a single boat. I think that would be pretty awesome. Um, bamboo blocks look good. Uh, camels I'm excited about. That sounds really cool. I like that they're going to be sitting higher. You know, I think that would be really good, especially early game. If you start off near a desert or something like that. But yeah, I think that kind of that kind of covers what we got going on there. So without further ado, let's go ahead and dive into it. So the Nether is a dimension you can access by building an obsidian portal. Two wide minimum, three tall. There's a community debate about whether you need those in corners or not. But uh, you make that, you light that, you know, get a flint and steel, light it, or get, you know, if you're in the Nether, have a ghast, shoot a fireball in there, get a blaze to hit it, something to to spark some fire inside there. You get your portal warping and wobbling then you can go on through now before 1.16 which was the big nether update it was just you know pigments or pigmen uh netherrack quartz glowstone yeah that's that's pretty much it yeah the fortress but there wasn't there was not much to it and we'll talk a little bit about some of those things more in a minute but um today as then the top of the world is 128 blocks so it is it is limited vertically and uh yeah vertically top and bottom there's a bedrock ceiling there's a bedrock floor eventually now in java people can break that bedrock and then build on top and bedrock you can break it as i understand it but you can't place blocks above so the nether is also eight times smaller uh horizontally than the overworld which makes it super common for nether hubs a system of transportation inside of uh, the nether You'll have, you know, one main area with a lot of portals linked up to it, and then tunnels leading to other portals wherever you want to go. See, the way it works is if you need to travel, let's say, 8,000 blocks in the overworld, in the nether, that is 1,000 blocks. So that can make things really easy. So you just take your, your coordinates in the nether, in the overworld, divide those by 8, and those are going to be roughly your coordinates in the nether, and then there's ways to, to make sure it exactly lines up and whatnot. But 1.16 changed all that. That uh, 
it really changed the nether in a, in a fantastic way. So let's start off by talking about some of the different biomes we have in the nether now. Because originally what we had was just the nether waste. Like I said, you know, the nether waste was netherrack, glowstone, quartz. Um, you had ghasts, zombified piglins, magma cubes. And then they introduced striders and endermen. Or sorry, introduced striders, had endermen. And then you had your, your zombified piglins and pig. Or we didn't have piglins at the time. So it was just zombified pigmen. But it was named, renamed to piglins. So now you have the crimson forest. This one, you have Crimson Forest and then the Warped Forest both have a type of fungi that grows in there. And it is, in Crimson, obviously a reddish reddish color. And so, therefore, you get these tall, like, red trees. But they, it's a fungi, but it's essentially the wood type. See, now with 1.16, you can actually survive in the nether and proceed up the tool progression. At least try to... You know, get back to the overworld. So that's one type of wood. Uh, you also have nylium, a crimson nylium, which is like a little red uh, plants and stuff that are on the ground. And then you have, or sorry, the nylium, I believe, is the netherrack. It has the nylium on top of it, the crimson, which is what you need to grow the warp, the crimson fungi and stuff like that on there. And then you also can get piglins and hoglins spawning inside the crimson forest. Uh, piglins are like a neutral mob as long as you're wearing a gold piece of armor the helmet chest plate legs or feet a shield does not count unfortunately plus there's no way to add gold to that and netherite does not count unfortunately even though it is used gold is used in that which is something i'd like to see tweaked in the future but for now it is what it is but you can trade them a gold ingot and they will trade you a variety of different things big ones being you know fire resistance potions uh, soul sand things like that and then hoglins are like a, a boar if a pig is a pig a uh, hoglin is the boar equivalent they will charge you piglins well we'll get more into the details of of the mobs later on but that's just a a nice overview of what you have in the Crimson Forest. Then the Warp Forest is more of a tealish blue color. Similar thing, you got a different type of tree. It's very similar, it's just color. Aesthetics are different. And these fungi trees do not burn. You have another type of Nylium. Again, that's the, you know, what you got to grow it off. You got some sprouts and stuff like that. Kind of like grass, fungus, you know, plants on the ground. You only have Endermen here. Now, before they changed the light levels, this used to be a great place to go hunt Endermen for Ender Pearls and stuff like that. Unfortunately, with the light levels, not so much because both trees do produce something called not glowstone, shroom lights. Shroom lights. They both produce shroom lights, which is a cool lighting block that you can get. And then we have the basalt deltas. These are probably the scariest of the biomes because it's a lot of crevasses, uh, lava lakes, magma cubes spawn here, uh, a lot of basalt and blackstone. Blackstone is your stone equivalent in the nether. So it is a good resource to have if you're entering the nether early on. And then we have the Soul Sand Valley. Um, this is a lot of gas, a lot of skeletons, so you got to watch out for that. Not to mention with the Soul Sand, it can slow you down if you don't have Soul Speed, which is a boot, encha or, yeah, boot enchantment. So you got to be careful for that. But also really good to use for the water elevators. You know, you can shoot right on up. Magma block pulls you down. Soul soil as well, which will you use to make the basalt if you want to farm that. If fire hits it, it's blue and produces soul fire. It's also part of those crafting recipes for like soul campfires, soul lanterns, etc. 
Then you have the Nether Waste, which is the original that we already talked a bit about. There's a few different structures you can find in the Nether. The big one probably being the Nether Fortress. That's been around for probably about as long as the Nether has. It can spawn in any biome and then stretches out. Uh, that's what I'd seen on the wiki, but I could have swore somewhere I'd read that it doesn't spawn in certain biomes, but can stretch into them. But that might be the Bastions. Different odds of generation, depending on platforms, so Bedrock or uh, Java, they spawn a little bit differently. How they work mechanically is a little differently. But otherwise, you're going to definitely find your zombified piglins, skeletons, magma cubes. Um, a couple of exclusive mobs to the Nether Fortress are Blazes and Wither Skeletons. Gotta watch out for those guys, they are tough. And then you can find some loot in these structures like diamonds, gold, saddles, etc. And spawning also works different between Bedrock and Java. The other structure that we have, this one being introduced in the 1.16 Nether update, is Bastions. Now these spawn in all biomes minus the Basalt Delta, but again, you know, if it's close enough to uh, two separate biomes, one can generate in starting in one biome and then cross over into the other. Four variants, bridges, hoglin stables, housing units, and treasure ropes. You can find gilded blackstone here, but you gotta be careful. Piglins, if you uh, open chests, mine gold, they'll get mad. And same with that gilded blackstone, they like that stuff. Uh, one of them, I believe it is the treasure room, or maybe the hoglin stable, I'm not for sure. But one of them has a potential chance, has, will have a magma cube spawner at the bottom. The only place you will find a magma cube spawner. So that can be really cool for the farms and the technical players out there. Otherwise, go ahead and just, you know, give that a good old whack and destroy that. Piglins, piglin brutes, which is like a piglin, but it does not trade. It does not care if you wear gold. No matter what you're doing, it's coming for you. Uh, pretty exciting to see more of those guys and legends. And then, of course, uh, hoglins. Uh, there's no distracting, always aggressive. Uh, piglin brutes and hoglins when sent to the overworld were turned into zombified. Piglins, brutes, and hoglins when sent to the overworld were turned into zombified versions. Uh, the zoglin can be leashed, however, it does not flee the warped fungi. I fed crimson fungus before zombification, it'll never despawn nor contain. Count, nor count towards the mob cap. You also have gas. Okay, so I got some of my notes out here backwards a little here. Probably should have talked about hoglins and stuff like that before we talked about the zombification and zoglins, but that's alright. Uh, basalt delta, we'll jump down to that right now. Uh, hoglins drop raw pork chops and leather. They're hostile but can be leashed, and they flee from warp fungus, portals, and respawn angers. They'll fling targets into the air, and they don't prevent sleeping. Though you can't sleep in the nether, so I'm not sure how that applies, or how if that's, you know, a code thing somebody just verified, or if, how certain we can be about that. When one is attacked, all nearby respond, will attack piglins when provoked, unless they are outnumbered, and you can see piglins attack them and do a little dance if they win. Pretty cool. Nice to see that ecosystem there. Though I do find it weird that you have a piglin eating a hoglin. Seems a little bit cannibalistic there, but they can be bred with crimson fungi, so good source of pork chops there. And then, of course, like I said, if you if you send a piglin, or sorry, a hoglin through the portal, it'll turn into a zoglin, which, much like the uh, Johnny Vindicator, it will attack everything except for other zoglins and I believe a few other specific mobs like creepers and such. Uh, same with the piglin, if you send it through a portal into the overworld or to the end, it turns into a zombified piglin. Um, ghasts. Basalt deltas is another waste in Soul Sand Valley is where they spawn. 
These are floating giant cubes with little tiny tentacles hanging from their bottom. Uh, they drop gas tears and gunpowder. Both can be good, good loot to have. They float and shoot fireballs that will explode upon impact. So you got to be careful, especially when you're out there. They can give you a little bit of knockback. It can be real annoying. But you can hit those fireballs back at them and get an achievement for that. So good thing to keep in mind for. Strider is the passive mob of the nether. It can be rowed over lava. You must have a saddle equipped and steer it with a warped fungus on a stick. They spawn in every biome. If you do kid them, they will drop string, bread with warped fungus. Uh, Wither Skeleton, this is one of those ones that are specific to the end. They're three blocks tall. They carry swords, not bows, and they're more of a black with gray lighting effects than the, the muted gray whitish color of regular skeletons. They afflict withering effect and are immune to, immune to it themselves. So the withering effect is like poison, but it'll take you all the way down and will kill you. It does not leave you at half a heart. They can spawn on wither roses. They drop bones, coal, stone swords, and of course their skulls. They are one mob that you can kill just naturally and get their skull, and you will need that for the wither. Well, we'll talk about the wither another time. Blazes are uh, floating, flaming creatures of death. <laughs> they can be truly quite annoying, but they are great for their blaze rods. You'll need that for potion making and stuff like that. Uh, they shoot small fireballs, so it doesn't have the explosive effect, but it will set you on fire. If they're close enough, they'll do some melee damage. And they spawn from spawners in the fortresses. We're like wither skeletons will just you know spawn on there uh piglins i think we talked about you know i mentioned that you can you can trade with them with the gold ingots uh they don't like you opening chests so hoppers is a common get around with that skeletons you kind of already know you know what that is zombified piglins are uh piglins that have have turned they're a little bit more you know they got some some flesh missing a little bit more you know grosser looking so to speak um you probably may have heard of their their magnificent leader, Silent Whisper, <laughs> but they are a pack animal like the hoglin. If you hit or the piglin, if you hit one, they all will come to the defense of the others, and they will drop gold. Good source of gold farms right there is a lot of times how they're made is in the Nether. But I feel like we've covered everything, everything major with the Nether. Like I said, it's a common place for uh, gold farms with the with the piglins and in Java you can get up on that roof. Um, big thing is, you know, make sure that you have a good, good system of keeping track of where you've been and where you're heading. That can really be the, the sketchiest part about the nether is not having a good way of navigating flying. If, if once you, you've really gotten to know the layout, uh, you'll definitely see some people like on YouTube, on Twitch doing that. <laughs> Me? No, no, I'm too sketch for that. <laughs> but, uh. It, it's a good place to go. It's mostly mo used for resources. Not too many people really camp out there and build bases. But it's always kind of interesting to see what people do when they do. I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. If all goes well, I won't be the one who edited this one. So, big shout out to Dragon's Breath ahead of time. I, I have faith that they will do a, a excellent job with it. <laughs> Even if I'm getting sent some some teasing remarks while trying to record this about my script <laughs> but yeah so hopefully we can get a, a regular routine going on uh me and him and we'll get these crank on out to you once a month again for sure and again you know do have that server available it is public and free to play on so if you want to come play minecraft with me please do 
Uh, Twitch is down below. I'll have his links as well down in the show notes, of course. I do play some other games. I'm going to be checking out Valorant. Uh, we play Minecraft, of course, Call of Duty Mobile, uh, some dungeons. Looking forward to, to Minecraft Legends coming up here soon. But yeah, again, I've been high hopes. This has been the beacon, your guiding light to everything. Uh, hopefully we can get... This will probably be the last episode for 2022 that I'm looking forward to 2023 and kickstarting a brand new year with y'all. Thank you so much. Take care, everybody.